0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Thank you, Vanessa. So today, hopefully, we'll find out if Pat Cummins is good to go tomorrow for the start of this second test at Adelaide Oval. Australia The West Indies. As I mentioned to you a little bit earlier, Bharat uh post on Twitter about uh, Manus Labuschagne in the nets until late last night, where he just wouldn't leave until he got one out of the middle. Well... Look, Barat on the Barat is on the line right now. Good morning to you, mate. Good morning, laddie. <laughs> and I've just seen Marnus's response to your tweet. He said, "Because you said <laughs> how the how the best get better." It's nearly nine thirty in Adelaide. Everyone else has left, but here he is refusing to budge from the net until he middled to drive. And Manus has said, I was told I'd be doing a few late-night drives when I became a new dad, <laughs> which is recent. He said, not totally sure this is what they meant, but he just wouldn't budge. <laughs> I, th- I thought he'd gone indoors, but it was the outdoor nets. So he was there until late, huh? He was there until really late. and uh,
0: Not for the first time with Manis, Uh yeah. or, or, like, you know, any of these genius batters. I mean, they just are such perfectionists. Steve Smith is the same. And he had... Steve Smith left only, what, 20 minutes or so before uh Man has got back in and, and, and it was all about one thing. Uh, Maddie, you're talking about someone who scored a double hundred and a hundred just three days ago. Um and here he is refusing to leave the net before he just middles one drive. He was the defensive strokes were alright, he was happy with them, but he just wanted one to come off the middle of the bat. Um and yeah, I mean he kept asking Michael DeVinito, the batting coach, what you what what was up with him. Uh, and then eventually they had to call it quits, and uh, he turned around and asked me how he was going. I said, look, uh, you are getting better, but like, forget today. There's always tomorrow, and it's always about tomorrow. So, <laughs> you know, me, I'm always there with a piece of advice.
1: <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, and you're there as late as they are. That's that's the cool thing. Will we find out today, is Paddy Cummins going to have a, uh, a fitness test
0: today? Uh, well, he had a semi-fitness test or a fitness test for, uh, I mean, he was just put through the rungs for around 40 minutes yesterday. Uh, but he did not bowl or bat. Uh, he hung around the nets for a while, watching Scott Boland and Mitchell start bowl like fire with that pink ball. Uh, and, and then he he walked away And uh, with, with coach Andrew McDonald. Uh, he was around, though. I saw him later just walking around. Uh, well, well, I mean, he, he seemed to be walking fine. Of course, everybody there wanted to know if he was fine, and he did. I mean, he was playing his cards close to his chest. He kept saying, I'm fine. But we'll find out. I mean, he's still slated to do the press conference in, what, three hours' time or four hours' time. Uh, so we'll see if he's going to say he whether he's playing or whether, you know, he's uh, having, uh, he'll have Steve Smith captaining the side tomorrow.
1: So who did bowl then yesterday in the Nets? Because I saw reports that um, Scotty Boland was pretty much the only one plugging away and, and Mitchell Stark and Josh Hazel would have gone to play golf. But then I did say that Mitchell Stark was in there as well. So who ended up having a bowl?
0: know. Uh, I think maybe they, uh, uh, Nathan Lyons said they went to play golf maybe in the morning. Uh, so Mitchell Stark had a long spell, and he was bowling um, like you know proper, what do you expect from Mitchell Stark with a pink ball in his hand. Uh, mm-hmm. Scott Boland was unplayable as ever. Poor Marcus Harris, I felt bad for him. He had to face the wrath of those two. Uh, Cam Green was another one who had a longish spell. Uh, Josh Hazelwood I saw him around he was uh, I think David he was doing more fitness work he went to the indoor gym uh, with the physio at one point or the it's not the physio sorry the trainer um so yeah so you had these three guys bowling uh the the new wild thing Lance Morris had long bat towards the end so did my mate Michael Nisa. Uh but yeah we'll we we'll, we'll see what happens today uh, but considering they're coming off such a massive workload I don't see any of them really having a longish goal, which is what surprised me about Mitchell Stark. Maybe he was just getting, uh, you know, reacclimatized to the pink ball.
1: Yeah, and, and can't wait to get it back into his hand, no doubt about it. So, your man, <laughs> your man, your man, Michael Neesey, you're going to get asked this time and time again <laughs> until we find out who's been picked and who's not. How close do you think he is? Because Heels made a good point yesterday. He said, look, if there's... If there is a bowler or two that need a, at least half a break, then now's the time to do it. So if Paddy Cummins can't make it because of injury, then Scott Boland's your most right. likely choice. But if Josh Hazelwood, for instance, is a little bit tired or whatever, or starkey, or whatever that scenario is, then your man, Michael mm-hmm. Nisa, certainly comes into the frame.
0: Well, he did make his test debut at this venue with the pink ball last year, you'll remember. And, you know... Uh, you know how loyal I am to my campaigns and just loyal to people. Like, oh, i backed back, Maddie. So the hashtag Must Play campaign is still very much alive and, and He did have a long net yesterday, like I said. And then he had a... And I was trying to pick any positive signal that I could. Like, he had a long chat with Dan Vittori after his net. I don't know whether that means anything at all. Uh, but, um, yeah, hopefully that's a sign that, uh, you know, if in case... Uh, they do rest Josh Hazelwood, which I don't see happening because Hazelwood has just come back into the Test team in many ways, right? Strangely, played just two Tests um, this year, uh, so I think uh, in the unlikely chance that Hazelwood is also rested. You'd think Michael Nisa would be the guy coming in, uh, but then there's also the possibility of the you know the the new bright uh, prospect in Australian cricket, uh, Lance Morris. Uh, like I said, he didn't bowl yesterday, so I, I think we're all looking forward to seeing him bowl today in the next.
1: Yeah, which would be something, won't it? So uh, do you get the feeling that this is, for Lance Morris in particular, it's, it's probably on two fronts. There's definitely the cover factor, be there to cover just in case, but also let's give him yeah. some exposure to this Australian setup. I mean, that's that's crucial. It sounds to those from the outside looking in, well, why waste, you know, a couple of days sitting around if you're not going to get a yeah. game in particular? But it's all about being part of the processes there and getting used to the teammates that you perhaps might play with not too far away?
0: It's a great uh, idea. And, uh, you know, other teams have done it as well in the past. And I think uh, Cricket Australia are doing it really well, uh, not just with the likes of Lance Morris, but uh, this summer, everywhere they go, they have like two or three of the under-19 cricketers from the state uh, joining the team in the Nets in the the Aussie kit. Uh, I saw a couple of, uh, or three or four South Australians yesterday. In fact, there was a leg spinner who, I took a lot of pride in seeing Maddie because I remembered umpiring a game of his from two, three years ago when he was playing under 16. So, uh, you know, I felt like a proud father looking at his bowl, not that he recognized me. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, for Lance Morris, it's so important, like you said, like just seeing him have that net and seeing uh, everyone else, you know, all the other high profile names get around him, just back him, tease him whenever he got beaten. Uh, Were well, good signs. I mean, some of them, of course, played against him. Uh, Nathan Lyon and uh, Barnes has been dismissed by him. So has Osman Khawaja. So it, it's, a, it's a great idea. I mean, with all that Test cricket ahead for Australia, why not?
1: Yeah, exactly. And then on the windy side, Barat, what do you think here? I mean, they showed one thing in, in Perth, and that was resilience. That they just they just kept on fighting. And look, they're they're outclassed here when it, when you when you stack them up eleven v eleven. And I saw some talk last night where they're yeah. talking tough. We're going to bombard Marnus with with some bounces. So uh-huh. they're showing plenty of fight, aren't they?
0: Oh, very much so. And, and you know, the other day in Perth, Marias uh, we finished our. Pat Cummins press conference after the game, and as we were walking back to the media center, I saw Brian Lara very patiently waiting outside uh, the West Indies dressing room to be let in. I mean, you would think with Brian Lara, he can walk in whenever he wants, right? But he was very politely waiting outside, uh, and we heard from Roddy Swick, the assistant coach, yesterday that uh, mm-hmm. Brian had a lot of uh, words of encouragement for, for, for the boys. He spent quite a bit of time there, uh, and, and praising them for the fight, they showed. And look, Alzari Joseph did rattle Manas Labuschine, and Manas Labuschine himself admitted to that happening. So it'll be good to see Alzari, uh, especially firing on all cylinders, because he is the new leader of the attack. I mean, Kima Roo, at 33, 34, uh, you know, is on you know, pretty much on his last legs. You would think. So it'll be nice to see Alzari run in and bowl like he did in that second innings. Uh, but uh, look, the, the simple plans that they have come here with: bat a hundred overs. They nearly did it in both innings. Mm. So, you know, credit to them. Nobody expected them to win games, but they are winning hard.
1: Yeah. All right, mate. Well, we'll see what pans out today. I'll, I'll keep an eye on your Twitter feed. It is the source and font of all <laughs> information and a lot of fun as well. Good on you, Barat. Thank you. No worries at all, Matty. Cheers. You have a great day. You too. Barat Sundarason there. Beastieboy07 is his Twitter handle. Uh, you want to get on top of anything, He's he's always there. He's dead set always there. He's there at the net sessions all the time. He has a good solid look. Obviously he knows what's going around. Uh follows it religiously and posts quite a few uh great photos and videos as well. And he's he's so right. I mean, they said before, and we made mention of it, that the the thought process here is let's try and bat us a hundred a hundred overs against this Australian bowling. Um, class of, of bowling that they've got. 98.2 overs in the first innings over there in Optus Stadium in Perth and 110 they faced in the second innings all up. So essentially they completed that task, but they are outclassed here. Let's, let's face it. And now they're talking tough about bounces and the resilience that they've got and I like it. And Brian Lara is here as a commentator, but he was out there as a proud West Indian who was helping out. Joshua De Silva, um, the keeper who got rolled for a duck in the first innings, I saw some imagery of him having a chat with Brian Lara, who went out and he had a, he was all mic'd up, you know, out there to do his job, but he stook, uh, stopped and took time to have a chat to De Silva to essentially give him some batting tips. Now, if Brian Lara is going to give you some tips, you stop and take notice as well. But you don't have to do that. That's the point. So they've certainly got enough fight and the good culture around them here. They're just being outclassed. And let's see how this one plays out. So we'll follow that today. And, of course, Paddy Cummins with his regular press conference will be a little bit after lunch our time. So we'll follow that right here on SEN. 0457 736 736 is my number. Plenty of your texts uh, can take your calls as well. Our sporting family tree, who sits at the very, very top, do you think, when it comes to our royal sporting family? Let's talk about that. And the Wallabies as well. Is Eddie Jones on the radar now after being sacked by England? Well, you've had your say. I'll translate that for you after this break.